Hi everyone, this is Leah and you are listening to What the Mind Sees, the Body Creates podcast. Brought to you by Steps to Change, the company that has in your best interest of healing the past so you can create your future on your terms. Hello there everyone, this is Leah from Steps to Change and we are about to deep dive into a very interesting topic today. Now, last time we were together we are looking at just the introduction to the book, What the Mind Sees, the Body Feels, Creates and Attracts and today we're going to move into a more interesting part in the sense we're looking at spirit. So how does our spirit or our energy of our body, our being connect to the universe and we'll also start to introduce the idea of how energy is in and through all of us. Okay, so interesting topic, one that may not be uh, spoken about in many different fields, maybe in your life, maybe not. And I'll also put a caveat, this is not around a religious view, okay, although I am a religion-based um, person, I was brought up in a religious church. My development over the years has really been to fine-tune my perspective on what actual spirit is. For me, religion is the dogma. It's the, the spoken rules about how we must behave. But I feel in many religions of the Eastern, no, Western, first world country religions, <laughs> let me put it that way, are very much around the rules and the um, the fire and the brimstone and the negative and the hate and the segregation. That is so not what I believe um, spirit to be the message of. So for me, spirit, okay, and I do talk about this in the book and this podcast series is literally based on the book, What the Mind Sees, The Body Feels, Creates and Attracts. And so for spirit is a fundamental aspect of humans and all living things, okay? So for me, the spirit is literally connected to God, the universe. It is the whole um, vibration that everything is being held in at all times. It is the alpha, the omega. It is literally the love language between two people, between animals even. And when we look at nature and the nurture and the care that comes through, just by being in that space to be connected to feel held and revered and loved and nurtured. And we do feel that from animals and vice versa. When we're in nature, we feel this too. So in my opinion, okay, and this because it's written from the first person, I'm owning this, okay, it's not someone else's dogma that I'm just repeating, that the, the spirit is something to be um, totally revered and we can tap into this. It is when we have learned over time, and we'll talk about this in later episodes, when we literally distance ourselves from spirit, from that pure love state that we're born into as a child, that it is what causes the heavier emotions, the dis-ease, the density, the disconnect and the disassociation things. But the spirit is always there. Okay, so from a, when we hear from a religious perspective, you know that God is always present, you just need to pray for him. There isn't a truth in that. When we meditate, when we pray, when we sit, when we just contemplate and we come back to ourselves in that real mindful moments, 
we can feel connected again and that is where our spirit is yeah so that is my interpretation but how do we collect or how do we actually connect with spirit in the body because the book is about how the mind sees and feels so how can we use spirit to our advantage and how do we then really tap in with this to have a different on purpose a better happier joyful more connected loving life so this is where this is going to unfold into over the whole course of this series so a few more pointers to consider that everything is a vibration literally everything has its own vibration it has its own signature we can read it by different tools and different um, measurement uh, equipment and it is really the advantage of that because we can feel when we're connected when we're disconnected yeah we know that when we're feeling heavy we're all over lower frequency lower density lower lower vibration when we're happy and we're more connected to nature to spirit we actually do feel lighter so we know then too that we have this innate ability this innate part in us that is always there okay so spirit is the constant it is the connector between all things it is literally um, in you in me it is in plants and i will in fact go on to say that i do believe there is certainly a spirit level in the earth not in the negative not a demonized spirit but it is you know in the rocks there still is a vibration happening i'll explain that in a little bit too so if we are constantly involved in this you know constantly being bathed constantly um, having this free flowing of spirit through us then we have the ability to really really make the most of it okay so something else to keep in mind too how does and i asked the question before how does spirit come into our being for me it's that spark moment of the two gametes coming together so the two um, egg cells the the sperm and the also the actual egg coming together we can see it through experiments that in the moment when these two um, gametes meet at that particular one when the right two that right combination comes together there is a spark there is literally a blast of energy that um, then brings these an infused way it dissolves the outer layers of the cell and literally the DNA come together to become one. And it is in that kinetic energy burst, in my interpretation, is when the spirit is then anchored. Just like a welding iron, you know, fuses two metals together into a very strong bond. Now my interpretation is that that is the, the split second when spirit is then humanized or in bodied or encapsulated into the human form and this in itself is magic when you think about it so from from day dot literally from the first time of conception spirit is very much through us and i do think it does help to guide and to very much uh, work with the dna to ensure that the cells are splitting and also that innate knowing that the dna just does what it does there has to be, in my interpretation, a guiding force that makes us us. 
not just the DNA, not just the combination, not just what the mother is actually feeling or eating or exposed to in those moments, those earlier days, but it is a life force that is being fed through every single cell as it divides, as they, as they um, become separate, as they then become organs and systems later on. Okay. So how else do we know that there is spirit? <laughs> I love this idea because, you know, knowing that we are all connected, how many times have you thought of speaking to someone, you know, just tell them in, their th in your thought and then a little while, depending on whatever, they've contacted you and you think, oh, just speaking or just thinking about you. Or you wanted to go see a movie or something and then the movie comes on TV or you see it at the cinema and go, yeah, now's the moment. All those chance beings where, you know, you cross paths with someone and there's no logical explanation. It was just that synchronization of happening. So we can use this concept too, that when we are at a particular vibration, and this is the law of attraction, that when our spirit is guiding us, it changes us. It actually helps to calibrate us, our body being, into what someone else needs or someone else is looking for or someone else that has the same resonance and we can cross paths or we reconnect or the thought goes out into the universe. Now they've done research on this too and it's fascinating where they literally put a person or a series of people obviously you know repeating the, the scenario into a lead encased room and they thought that the subjects were to think about a particular person that they wanted and then they contacted that person on the other side of the world or another place or location and they confirmed without pre-organizing any of this that yes they had a sensation or a thought or they they wanted to contact the person that's in the lead room so think about that just that in itself the ability to project into ether a thought, a feeling, a need, um, and how does it actually happen? It's all just waves, it's just energetic waves. But we can focus these, we can, in a sense, use Spirit's um, telephone line to be able to guide things and change things. And this is something we will talk about later in the book when we're really focusing law of attraction and creating change in our body and change in our world. But this is the important concept that the spirit is in through everything and everyone. Okay, so with this as well, we know too that all matter, literally everything that we can touch, we can see, that we can smell, is literally, in its most simplistic form, just a bunch of atoms and molecules spinning around each other and attracted in a particular recipe combination that creates its own vibration but also creates structure. So just with azimuth electricity we can see the, the wave, we can see the frequency of it. We can't necessarily see them with the eye but we can measure them. And this is what we need to comprehend too I think as just even lay people to comprehend the idea that all matter has its own signature frequency, its own signature vibration, because we can use this to our advantage as well. 
So with that, we how do we actually come together? How does a human, how does a, an animal or a plant literally form what it is? Another important concept to start to grasp or to get your head around is that we've all in the periodic table in chemistry, we've all seen it. Some of us have investigated it, some of us have used it. We've used um, magnets and iron filings before. We played with all of these different concepts in different aspects of living. So I'm going to ask you to imagine now that you have in front of you maybe some iron filings or you have other marbles or you have you know the connect um, play tools that children use or even it's just marbles and sticks and, and play-doh or something and you can put these structures together to create and if you haven't downloaded the um, the prep sheet for today you can do this at the end and re-listen to this part of the, the podcast because as the elements come together they are attracted literally so the word attraction law of attractions they are attracted together based on the magnetic pull the frequency of the of the elements that's there potentially the sharing or the rejection of the electronic charge on those particular atoms so with that we can start to imagine if you don't already know that when you're putting two magnets together they can either pull or push apart when we put molecules together they can either attract you know pull together or they will push apart and so as the different elements come together so carbon for instance or uh, magnesium oxygen hydrogen nitrogen phosphor phosphates the silica fluorides all these different elements that make up the human body it is literally those elements coming together in a particular recipe prescribed in the DNA prescribed by nature to say this is then going to form a particular thing okay and the beauty of this the side of this is that each particular structure compound chemical solution um, if we look at the human body each organ system every tissue ligament everything that we've identified and labeled as its own has its own vibrational structure and vibration so this is how we can in fact measure the the frequency of a body if it's just an innate you know and we can see it when a person has passed over their spirit has left their soul has left and then we can measure that body which is then just the minerals present it has a different vibe it has a very different um, combination compared to a person who is living and we then do the same um, testing so I'm asking then you to think this through just come along the journey with me and I'll see if I can explain to help understand this a little bit more so we have the principle of spirit that is in through everything it is in between the molecules it's in between the particles it's in between the DNA it is connected to source to the universe to God it is purely there it is just there then we have another layer we have the human body and the human body literally is a combination of the elements in a particular recipe 
that then goes on to create the physical structures that we can see. So it makes the DNA that tells the body what to make and to function. It makes then the plasma, the blood, the organ structures, so the tissue, makes the nerves, it makes the chemical um, compounds, so the neurotransmitters or cytokines, it makes the red blood cells, it makes all of these things because of the recipe collecting the minerals, the elements in a particular recipe formation, which is then used in the body for our benefit. So with this, we know then with MRI imagery, for instance, or x-rays, or we're using a spectrometer, or we're using ultrasound, that the body also gives off its own frequency. We know that an organ itself has, like the liver, has a different resonance to, say, the kidneys or even the heart. For a few reasons, they are made of slightly different recipes. The, the muscle and the tissue of these organs are slightly different. So yes, they will have a different vibration. But it's also connected then to the spirit side, which works through in a physical sense, the meridian lines and the chakra system. So it's another overlay into this, but we will explore as a totally different episode on its own right. So we have the spirit through everything. We have elements forming its own energetic vibrational signatures. We have then tissues and matter in our body, structures in our body that is forming its own energy vibration too. So the next layer of this is that we need to consider how do we change these things because that's the other part. What we see in our mind's eye and we'll talk about um, you know visualizations and things in another episode but when we look at how the brain actually works in particular the subconscious part we know that we can start to change our physical vibration. How do we do that? There's, there's quite a few different ways, as you know. And I want you to think about how do you change your vibe? How do you start to feel down? How do you start to feel lighter or happier? Depending on the mood that you are at the time and where you want to feel, what you want to feel. Think about when you go to different places. How do you feel when you walk into a room with different people when you go to um, work compared to when you're on holidays? What sort of foods that you eat? You know, when you eat um, your comfort foods? And there's a few reasons why comfort food changes our mood. One is the memory aspect, but also it is the, literally the chemical formulas that we're ingesting, we get really basic, you know, basic chemistry here. We can make adaptions, we can make changes to boost and to um, maybe even hold us back. I know um, it was interesting to, a reflection, you know, I was so excited after yesterday's podcast being the first one that I did. And I think, how am I going to celebrate? How can I? I felt so good and just so relieved. And it was, I was very proud of myself. So my mood was obviously very high. My emotions were going through the roof. And I was just like, just a minute. There was a thought in my head going, oh, I can't do that. 
And then I, the next thought was like, how can I dampen this? How can I stop myself from feeling so good? Because this, to be honest, is quite a new experience for me, not the physical aspect of making a podcast, but the feelings associated with this. And as you get to know me, you'll get to know my story and it will make more sense, that statement. But it was just like, oh, how can I stop feeling so good? And my first reaction, oh, I need a drink. <laughs> now, how many people will use alcohol um, to either to raise their vibration, help them relax and feel better? Or do we sometimes even sabotage ourselves and go, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. And then we can change our mood to match what we believe or what we think is safe or what we think is right for us in a particular moment. So we can do that. How many times have you walked into a room and thought, oh, this is, you know, this, I can't, I can't stand being here. Maybe it's the people that you do or don't like. Maybe you get a vibe that there's been an argument or you just don't want to stick around here anymore. It's too uncomfortable. Again, there's, there's things happening that you can sense. Your nervous system is actually making a recognition of what the energy in the room is. So the spirit side only knows love. Okay, so it is connected to everything and it only is just pure love, just pure acceptance, pure joy, pure everything. It is just pure, unadulterated, unfiltered, unwatered down. It just is. And then we have our own overlays from experiences. We, we distance ourselves from the purity and in the layering effect of this, we may become a little bit more heavy, dense. Um, I want to say drugged, but that's not quite the right word. But you get the idea that over time, experiences do certainly dull that purity, that sense, and it dilutes the love into other emotions and other densities and vibrations. So the spirit is able to detect when things are really good you know there is a heartfelt resonance there's like that love sensation or that total acceptance that peace that the calmness that comes when when spirit is talking to spirit directly and then we have literally the body the nervous system going oh i can feel there's something else going on here we also have the pheromones being picked up, you know, the, literally our noses are picking up these chemicals that are being released into the air and it's changing our physical chemistry. So as we're bring, breathing in the pheromones, different scents or different, even the, the ions, the type of ions that are in the air, as we literally breathe these in, they change our chemistry. It changes the neural response, so the nerve sensations when it's picking up, talks to the brain. The brain is then registering there is a change in the, um, the chemical environment that is now also physical. It also senses, you know, the gut feeling sensation and going, okay, there's, there's something here that I need to monitor or make a decision on really quickly. Okay, so again, we can use this to our advantage other ways how about you know when we as i said before we eat food life forces in plant matter and in animals so obviously the live the fresher the better okay so how did you feel in the taste and the um even the sensation when you picked say tomatoes off the vine and you ate it or even grapes or figs or 
anything that you've literally picked off the, the plant and ate it straight away. Not only does it taste different, it gives us a different boost. So we can use food to change our mood. Not only just comfort foods, but also specifically to change our body chemistry. You can also use things like aromatherapy oils because not only is there life force in that, but they have their own energetic vibrational code for each particular oil. So as we inhale, we put it onto our skin, as the energy vibration matches or goes into our bodies and helps to change the chemical nature of the cells, of our neurons, it then helps to calm or bring up our overall vibrations. How about sound? Sound is just pure energy, is it not? So when we listen to different songs with a different beat, we are able to change our, our body's vibration. This is how we can use music for therapy. It can calm us down, so a 60 beat um, rhythm helps to calm stress. It helps the heartbeat to calm down. And we use that not only in therapy, but also into just as in just everyday meditations. We can also use color because again, color has its own vibrancy, its own frequency. So we can use color to literally change our mood. And I want to suggest, you know, when you look at your favorite color, how do you in fact feel? Is it a learned response or is there a physical change in your being? When you walk into a dark room or, you know, a heavy gray colored painted room, how does that feel? Again, it's a, it's a combination of your, your, mind, your body and your mind sensing, reflecting and the information coming in. But it's also the energetic vibration it gives off. How about when we're talking to ourselves? This is an important one. But when we go to a state of meditation, a state of prayer, when we want to connect to our highest self or to bring in, we want to recalibrate. That's what prayer meditations do. It's like a recalibration of our energy because, again, being pure love, pure acceptance, pure joy, when we connect into that we feel different. Most people feel lighter, calmer. They may feel more loved. They may have reported to just feel um, a peace, a knowing that they are okay, that they are held and nothing is really going to go wrong. Some also get visions. Now, why do we have visions? Well, we see the future. Well, we have deja vu. These type of experiences, again, reminds us that we are connected to everything and everyone. And then by coming back into our most relaxed, meditative, prayer-like state, we're able to tap into the spirit world and tap into the feeling of the purity of love, purity of peace, purity of calmness and connectedness. And we can really, you know, make the benefits of that we can talk to people we can you know have conversations with our friends and things in the telepathic way a little bit far-fetched for some but it, it happens to me all the time so i know it happens 
Um, but it's not nothing new. It isn't anything too new anyway. It's been spoken about through all of millennia, all the old texts talk of it. So here we are. The introduction of spirit, particular vibrations, signature vibrations for different things, based on the simplistic idea that the periodic table elements coming together in a particular recipe in plant matter, in animal matter, such as our cells, it is the recipe that is um, triggered or given by the DNA. And it's the DNA's responsibility to create our form. Our body, our mind, and also our state of being can certainly be altered by many things, by color, by smell, being the presence of other people, listening to music, being in nature, Seeing the colour green has, uh, has evidence to show it lifts the mood. Breathing in nature, literally. Looking and holding a newborn baby or a puppy. Again, because they're just so pure. They haven't been yet adulterated. They are in a pure essence still. When we interact with these beings, their energy has the ability to lift ours. And unfortunately, when we're down, unfortunately, we can also affect theirs. But children and animals have still the ability to hand it back to nature. Some, it's amazing to watch. So that is it. That is this episode on spirit and energy as a very loose introduction. There's so much more we could talk about. But that's what it is. So... The next episode, we're going to look at the body in particular, and this is going to have a spiritual aspect to it too. So I'm going to sign off. Thank you for joining me today. As usual, please leave a comment, start to follow, share with your friends and family. And the more the ideas that come to you, please share back. I am not the guru. I'm certainly not God. I'm not, you know, the whole manifesto of all these thoughts. And I will say that, it is through my readings of people who live life in a very true and honest, authentic way that this is coming through. So this is a culmination of my own personal studies and personal experiences and lots and lots of reading and training. So that is for today. If you want to follow steps to change.com.au or letters. And if you're curious about how I as an individual can help you as an individual, to increase your self-awareness and to connect back to yourself because that is one of my missions to help people to come back to themselves come back to that pure state of love and, and reconnecting with that until then have a fantastic couple of days or weeks whenever it is for yourselves and i will see you in the next episode